Richmond, are you ready for podcast number 383? Uh, I am. I thought it was 382. Um, what? How are we already here? <laughs> Fucked it already. Brilliant. How, how yeah. are we already here? What the, What's <laughs> happened? Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's it's mad, isn't it? It's, it's yeah. really mad. I mean, listen, I'm excited for 400. We've said it before. Well, something something massive will have to happen on 400. Yeah, well, what? <laughs> if we're still uh, in lockdown, what are we going to do? <laughs> I don't know. Well, hang on a minute. Uh, yeah, 17 weeks. That's like four, eight, 12. That's like four months. Yeah, we'll still be in lockdown, probably. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. probably. That's like end of January. Mm-hmm. Oh, well. You never yeah. know. Maybe, maybe we'll have a crazy vaccine and everything will be good and... You know, everyone will be happy then mm. for some some reason. Maybe that, that, that we'll, we'll aim for that. Right? All we'll the see world's if we can problems will be solved by then. Yeah, climate, climate change, change is fine. Yeah, Trump's out. Yeah. yeah, it's all good stuff. <laughs> yeah. It's all good stuff. It is the sixth. No, it's the seventh of October today. <laughs> yes. Uh, and uh, it's mad that it, I love October. By the way, let's just just take a minute to just embrace October. Yeah. It's yeah. brilliant. It the, it's brilliant. starting to get that lovely chill in the air. Mm-hmm. Go for a walk, wear a nice big coat, wrap up. Yeah. With um, pumpkin spice latte. Pumpkin spice. Ne- do you know, I've never had a pumpkin spice latte. You're joking. I really haven't. And people That's... have always said, oh, it's it's unbelievable. Oh. It's brilliant. You've got, because me, you know me. I mean, I'm a, I'm a, a cafe whore. I bloody love it. You know, mm. down Costa's, down Starbucks, like nobody's business. Do you remember but, there was a brand called ca- Cafe Hag? You could say you could say you're a cafe cafe hag. I'm a cafe hag. Yeah. yeah, yeah, or a cafe law. I don't know how politically correct any of this is. No, it's not, not very. very. But it's yeah, all we in the apologize. name of good coffee. You know. Sure. Um, but I've never had one, and people have always gone on about you know, oh, get the pumpkin spice. But to be, I, I'm not a fan mm. of the of of messing about of the overly oh, sweet coffee. Tainting the uh, coffee. Yeah, I, I, as far as I would usually go, is a cappuccino, which is, I mean, it's just milk, it's just froth, steamed milk. But, yeah. you know, I'll have a bit of chocolate on there, mm-hmm. but so, sometimes, not all the time. And that's about <laughs> enough for me. And, and, and once, in a, once in a blue moon, I mean, what, maybe like once a year, I'll have like a hot chocolate or something. But uh, yeah. generally, if I'm coffeeing it up, I like a nice strong coffee, um... No messing. None of this ice scrapalapadoo da, whatever. There's just something know. nice about the pumpkin spice, though, on a lovely autumn day. A crisp autumn day. Oh, you yeah. Know? Yeah. 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 You've got, you got your gloves on. you got the Ooh. hot coffee. Definitely. You know, the hot coffee hands. mod. Lovely. Yeah. Lovely. Yeah. I used to, and, I, you know, I don't, I won't promote smoking, but there was also, when I used to smoke, there was something glorious about going for an autumn walk and lighting up a cigarette. But um, That's it, yeah. Inhale that lovely crisp autumn air, the- then, <laughs> then fill your lungs with smoke. It makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Something very romantic about that, you know? Mm, um, sure. But yeah, I'm going to go for a lovely walk at some point. Possibly after I've done some work today. Yeah. Um, the leaves aren't crunchable yet underfoot, but you will. Yeah, we'll, that's we'll, a problem. We'll, we'll wait for that. We'll wait mm-hmm. for that. Yeah. Um, I might get some lovely soup or something. But how have you been? Have you just been hunkered down playing your stuff? Yeah, pretty much. Wrapping up warm. Pretty much. Uh, been doing a few chores around the house, you know, to get it Excellent. get it nice, a bit more pleasant as, you know, spending all my time here. <laughs> um, 
So yeah, yeah. Been out, went out for a walk at the weekend. Actually, you mentioned that. Yeah, it's quite nice. Yeah. Oh, where'd you go? What? Just sort of local areas, just round just about. Just around the streets and that. Yeah. Just Lovely you know, stuff. hanging around the streets. You are a sort of you're a chore you're a chory chap, aren't you? Well, I just like things you, you, to be you, in their you, place. Yeah, you're like, and you you got there's a real homemaking vibe. I mean, mm. you told me, I'll tell the listeners uh, that he found a copy of Time Crisis Four while he was clearing out his shed. Yeah, and Time Crisis One and Two, I should hasten to add, but they don't work. Unbelievable. Um, yeah, because you need a big fat telly for them, and I don't have yeah. my big fat telly anymore. <laughs> and if you go onto yeah. eBay now, everyone is uh, wise to this: the retro gaming, the light oh, yeah. guns. Yeah, there's a pretty pay a premium for an old telly now. Do you really? Yeah, because everyone's cottoned on to the you know people who want to play light gun oh, games Christ. and stuff. Yeah, I've got an old um, Deu in my. Uh, I'm looking at it now. God, I didn't even know it was. A Mate, Deu. I'll have it, I'll have it off you. <laughs> it's um, it's a, it's what they call what they used to call a portable, which of course is laughable because it'll, oh, it'll right. you break your back trying to lift the bloody thing. But it will go on the coffee table, um, mm. and sometimes I wheel out the Nintendo Wii. Which also right. doubles up doubles up as a GameCube. Um, <laughs> of course. Good way to play old stuff. I played San Andreas on that a few months ago. Really? Actually, it was la- last year. Yeah. Mm. Bloody good. Bloody good stuff. Yeah, yeah I'll I sell mean, that I've, to you. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if a portable will work for a light gun game, actually. You have to get too close. You oh, want really? a nice big telly, don't you? So you get that arcade experience. Oh, yeah. Get yourself don't a lovely you? old wharf tail. Mm, mm-hmm. Yeah, something like that. But um, Time Crisis 4 works because it came with a couple of little sensors that you pop on top of your telly. And oh, uh, yeah. so it works on an LCD or a flat screen or LED or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's funny that it's it, it's. I think it speaks to the kind of person that you are. That mm. upon discovering Time Crisis, the element that you're missing yeah. is actually not the G-Con, which would trip most people up. You've you've actually prepared for that. Mm. Um, it's the TV that's got you in the end. The TV, yeah. I've got well, I've got a, an old G-Con forty five, mate. Yeah, I got the yeah. G. I got two G-Con twos. Unbelievable swimming and the, in G-Con. And I got the G-Con three for Time Crisis Four. So uh, yeah, I'm yeah. I'm maxed out on G-Cons, mate. Air on a G-Con. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. exactly. Right, let's talk games. I'm going to chuck a jingle at you, and then we'll dive in. Do you remember Podger and Badger? Sure. Yes. Podger Badger. Podger Badger. Podger Badger. Games, we were already talking about them. Uh, well, we won't talk about Time Crisis completely uh, no. because there are other videos. No, Shame. sadly not. You're not talk sadly about not. Richard Miller and Wild Dog. I'm. It's okay. Mad Dog, isn't it? I thought it was Wild Dog. No, that's mm. what you're thinking of Mad Dog McCree. Mad Dog's rhyme book mm. from San Andreas as well. Yeah. I thought the villain of the original Time Crisis was Mad Dog, but yeah, maybe it is Wild Dog. And he always had that detonator in his hand when he yeah. pushed it with his thumb. It blew stuff. God, that was unbelievable. And do you remember the jacket for the protagonist? The the black leather affair I with do, the crazy yeah. pattern on the back? I do. God, I was obsessed with that game. The villain... <laughs> Is a sort of British fop type with daggers between his fingers. Yes, in a sort of white suit and a, in a white a hideous suit bowl with cut. Sort of, yeah, a sort of blonde bowl cut <laughs> curtain affair, and he throws he he leaps around like a ballerina, just throw, throwing mm. daggers at you. It's brilliant. What a mad game it's that was. But absolutely nuts. I, yeah. I I used to love that, and the music was really good, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. For the it original, uh, in fact, if you watch Jackie Chan's first strike, that movie, <laughs> it's got Time Crisis music in it. What the um, dun 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 
dun dun dun dun that one no that's not the it's got um I can't it's too hard to sort of hum it alright alright but just go watch First Strike it's got Time Crisis music in it what I'll do is instead I'll YouTube Time Crisis 1 music because I just used to mix that up with the music from uh, Speed the first Speed right which was kind of like a I think it was like dun 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 dun. That, so it's sort of blurred in my head. Anyway, anyway, I love we that you said just, we're not we're not going to talk. Said, about we it. said we wouldn't. Yeah, no, and, and and of course we won't. Let's we'll remain professional. Mm. Uh, <clears throat> um, what are we supposed to talk about? Yeah, what we've so been playing. <laughs> let's yeah yeah. And what we've been playing is first of all, and that chap who we emailed in about our our lack of. Uh, uh, appreciation will uh, will eat his words. Mm-hmm. Uh, Star Wars squadrons. Yeah, we find his lack of faith disturbing. You might Indeed. say, yeah, uh, because yeah. because actually, uh, it's quite good. It's pretty pretty good. The developer is Motive Studios, mm-hmm. whose only previous thing is helping is being one of the many studios who worked on uh, Battlefront Two. Yeah. Um. And I would guess that they probably did the ship bits, but who knows? Maybe I think they didn't. Criterion Maybe they didn't. did, didn't they? Oh, actually, I know they worked on that game, and I guess it would make sense, given their history, for them to work on vehicle stuff, yeah? Mm. I, but, um, um, I, I imagine Motive must have contributed a fair bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and this is basically, this is the first kind of... Well, I don't know, you know, ship-flying Star Wars game that we've had... Since I mean, I suppose you you know you'd have to count the Battlefront, I guess, because it involves that, but it also involves a lot of other stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the only other one I can think of was the X-wing VR mission for Battlefront, which was yeah, um, which was pretty good. It had that amazing moment where you kind of looked up in in, in VR, and then the capital ship sort of flew straight over the top of your of your cockpit in the X-wing. Yeah. That was but that was an impressive thing. But I did not play Squadrons in VR. No. I will say that, and I'm guessing you didn't either, right? No, I did not. I, I would like to. Yeah. Would have liked yeah, to. Yeah, yeah for um, sure. But yeah, don't have access to that. At the minute, sadly, I do not. It's available mm-hmm. in um, in PSVR and uh, uh, the Oculus thing, mm-hmm. with the grab, grabby, uh, grabby controller bits where you hold on to stuff. Um, right. It's really cool. It's it takes place after oh god, help me out here. Post oh they've just Return blown of the up. Jedi. Yeah. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah. Okay. So they blow up Alderaan, and uh, but that's like the sort of the begin the beginning bit. We follow this fella called Lyndon Javes, mm-hmm. um, which is not a great name by the way. It's not a great Star Warsy name, Lyndon Javes. It's the really Javes weird. bit. Lyndon sounds a bit nerdy. Yeah, Lyndon. It's yeah. a funny one that. Uh, but but anyway, he uh, is, works for the Empire as a crisis of conscience because he's asked to, to fire on some uh, some civilian transport, some refugees from Alderaan. Mm. Says stitch that for a laugh. Uh, hops over to the rebel the Rebel Alliance, which uh, the game is kind of divided between the Rebel Alliance or as it's newly crowned the New Republic yeah. uh, and, and the Galactic Empire. We then sort of cut forward in time and Javes is, is your kind of commanding officer um, in the uh, in the New Republic. You play as two uh, new recruits, one of them to Vanguard Squadron, uh, which is a team 
uh, fighting for the new republic. The goodies in their X-Wings, their A-Wings, their Y-Wings, their all sorts of U- wings. U-Wing, Patrick U-Wing. Patrick U-Wings as well, yeah. yeah. Um, and you also play uh, as a new recruit in Titan Squadron, um, which uh, is the uh, the baddies, I suppose, mm. uh, for the for the Empire in their TIE Fighters, TIE Interceptors, uh, and all sorts of lovely machinery that they've got going on. Um, the pl- I will say, I don't care about the plot one bit. It was utterly dull. Um it's something about a bit the this project starhawk is a big thing that the mm. new republic is making it's a big powerful thing that will help them in the a big ship yeah. that will help them in the war and so titan squadron is uh g- going after that um it doesn't really like it like y- the mission there are 14 missions in the campaign and they all involve um, similar objectives, which is absolutely fine because it's really fun to do those things. It's flying about and blowing stuff up, you know. Yeah. Don't don't overthink that. It's brilliant. Um, and, and so Titan Squadron are doing that, and then at the at the same time, the leader of Titan Squadron, uh, Lieutenant Carol, was a protege of Javes, and mm. so she wants to get back at Jets. So it's like Javes is the commanding officer of a Vanguard. Carol's the commanding officer of a Titan. Yeah, she's They've, now captain. She's Captain now, Carol. yeah, that's right. She becomes Captain Carol, um, and she's kind of not. She she's got a grudge against Javes, uh, but in the meantime, you're just a recruit going about doing your business, and something about a super weapon that you have to blow up, and then also the you know the goodies have to stop you from blowing that up. And the campaign is basically split evenly between the two. You sort of you swap every other couple of missions or so, mm-hmm. nip about as, as someone in Vanguard, and then you'll go over to the other side. Um, and it's a damn good time. It's yeah, as, as, like one of the things I'll say about it is it, it's it makes you kind of or it made me sort of realize like, um, damn, you know, we haven't done this in a while. We haven't yeah. done this in ages. Like the last Rogue Squadron game was Rebel Strike, which was two thousand and three. Well, technically, it was Star Wars Episode One: The Battle for Endor, which is like a spiritual success it, it, it's listed as part of the rogue squadron series but it's not and it came out in like 2000 and i don't remember that one at all no no one does it only came out for the n64 and the pc but oh no right. even then rebel strike would have been after because that was 2003 either way it's been a bloody long time um and other than battlefront to, if you want your fix on sort of flying about this is this is this is the first one that's gonna mm. that's gonna scratch that itch for you so you never leave the cockpit we'll say that first of all it's your first person you can look around in your cockpit but you're always looking at the same you know at the dash you sort of see the world through your through the glass of your of your little viewing hole um and i first of all i sort of thought that it's a little bit restricting there's an odd um feel to the game but where because you know it's been made with vr in mind there's no movement outside of that. Like everything between when you're nipping about in the ships, you're in the hangars, you're either in the rebel base or you're in the empire base. Uh, and you can't actually, but you just sort of move the camera around and then you press a button to sort of teleport into the briefing room, get your briefing, talk to your squad mates and then hop into your gear and, 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 and fly away. And so there's an oddly um, immobile feel to it at first. But when you get up there, when you're in space, when you're in your ship and you're flying about and you're getting used to it, it just gels. And I thought the the actual, just the action um, of, of, of the missions was brilliant. But what did you yeah. think? 
Well, yeah, I mean, I enjoyed obviously the action and the, the different objectives, but I also enjoyed just sort of fiddling around with my ship, just, yeah. you know, redirecting power to weapons or whatever, and yeah. then putting my shields up front if I'm going for a all, like, head-on assault, yes. um, all that stuff. I like that. Yeah. It was quite fun. It was good the way that they... Now, there is a um, uh, mode for uber dweebs, um, who, where you can you can de-simplify the controls. You can make it so yeah. it's like there's no HUD and everything you do is just based on what's in the cockpit, what's on your dashboard, all your readouts and things like that. Yeah. Um, which I will try. I'm kind of I, I like yeah. to, to kind of have um, squadrons by, so I can just sort of dip in and out. And I'm gonna I'm gonna try that at some point. You can distribute your power uh, one increment at a time as well. Oh so you can get really granular on that if you want. That's mad. Yeah, yeah, it's quite good the way that they've mapped. So when you're in your ship, it's just you press different directions on the D-pad and mm-hmm. you can just divert power to your shields, to your weapons or to your thrusters. So if you know you want to go full speed, you mm-hmm. just divert them to the thrusters and then you... And you've got t- a boost as well, haven't you? Touch forward on the, um, on the left stick to increase your speed to full thing. Did you ever pull off a drift... Because I did. I, well, I did for the tutorial where um, mm. Von Reg gets you to do a drift, right? Yeah, I don't think it's Von Reg. I think it's Keo, um, or at least it was for me. Oh, did you no. choose? Did you choose uh, an Imperial? Uh, sorry, did you choose a goodie? What do you mean? You know, right at the beginning of the game where you you choose. Oh, I chose f- Empire. Oh, yeah. That's weird because in my game. It was it was Keo that showed because Von Reg's a baddie. Yeah, Von Reg showed me. Huh? Or was it? Keo? Okay, that's cool. Hold on, maybe I'm getting confused. Oh, I don't even know anymore. Whatever. I know, Listen, everyone, it's either Someone. a cool little bit of variation <laughs> or Richmond Walker's snapped. And he's or I'm mistaken. It yeah. Yeah. It's um, probably but the either latter. Way, I so that it, like you can you can get pretty fancy schmancy um, if you divert all your power to your thrusters, go full speed, and then. Click in the left stick to unleash your super bloody mad turbo. You can suddenly turn, kill the power, hold down the boost, and use your thrusters to kind of drift in a full 180. It's difficult to do, but it's one of those things that's really cool when you yeah. pull it off. And I once did it. This is quite. This is quite good. This. So big star destroyer, right? Mm. Uh, I'm going after it. And I went above it, pointed down, like, towards the Star Destroyer, so that I was almost on a collision course with it. And then when I got near, I pulled off a drift to sort of uh, power slide my way so that I was parallel to the Star Cruiser, and then started flying along it. It was very, very satisfying. Difficult, but satisfying. Mm. Yeah. Um, Also, proton torpedoes are great. Oh, yeah. They are. Can, they're, they're always just, good. Yeah. I also um, always enjoy picking apart a ship. So like a Star Destroyer, I like taking down its targeting system and yes. its shields and, you know, all that. I like yeah, that. Yeah. I'm a fan of that. So, some, of the, some of the mechanics are really cool. Like you can get, as you say, um, you can get really bloody granular with a lot of the stuff. Um, you can... Uh, set your ship scanners to just target like objectives or to mm-hmm. target little things like like what you said like like the little gun turrets and things yeah. like that yeah you can issue yeah. commands to your squad can't you 
yeah have them yeah. defend a target or um you know shoot at your target yeah um yeah, yeah no it's yeah good. and it's really just the targeting system of like yeah if, if anyone's shooting at you you kind of double tap square to immediately target them or you a single tap will just target your, your you know your next nearest um enemy mm-hmm. sort of thing but yeah i just found it quite intuitive and it's there's there's a there's a lot of um pretty pretty complex systems i mm. guess uh that are made really really accessible which i think yeah. is to be to be praised um the downsides i do think are just the, the story the plot the stuff that happens in between uh, i, th- I think not, it's fine it's not terrible I, yeah I, I no that, I, so do i so do i as it's, a vehicle for shooting the things as it, a, it yeah. works very well absolutely but you yeah. can be better than that and other games have proven that you can be better than that i mean nah. even something like fallen order <laughs> Had a, uh, you know, yeah. a story that was, you know, as a vehicle for knocking about and being a Jedi and waving a laser sword. It also managed to get a pretty decent story. I, I mean, even that story wasn't phenomenal, but it was better than this one. Right, it was weird. Yeah. I, I didn't. I found myself not really buying Jave's hop into the goodies. They well, no. didn't, didn't really sell me on that very much. No. It's like he's, he's like, oh, I'm not going to shoot on on refugees. But it's like, well, all you know right, the deal, Javes. You know the deal, Lyndon. Yeah, yeah. and you're a baddie, and, mate. And why are you coming out with all this now? You lot have just blown up Alderaan, the entire planet. <laughs> if that didn't make you quit, and he's like, and he's like, yeah, oh, that's you know fine. But the minute they ask the planet, me to that's do one it, thing. But <laughs> shooting these innocent people from the planet, yeah. No. And I don't mind it when my colleagues do it, but the minute they ask me to do it, I'm gone. <laughs> I'm not doing that. I don't I'm get paid war. enough. I'm get <laughs> a better gig at the New Republic, mate. Yeah, the, the, yeah, those New Republic. Yeah, yeah. The clue, the clue is that it's called the Death Star. If you didn't, if you didn't lose any sleep when yeah, your superior yeah. said, "Yeah, we just built this new thing. We're calling it we, not mm-hmm. them. We are calling it the Death Star." You knew uh, what you were signing you, on for. You, I think you, you must have known, especially because yeah. there, you know, Lyndon's—he's he, a middle-aged fella. You know, he's got some grey in his beard, and he's—and he's—he's a fairly decorated pilot. It's like what you've—you've you've done your entire career without, like, you—you've you, you just by sheer luck, you've had a career with the Empire and not been asked to fire. Later on in the campaign you're asked to fire on refugees. So I'm like, I'm fairly sure that's that's standard Empire procedure. Yeah. You know, no survivors. Anyway, and I, I think one of the things, that they, they sold it a lot better in Battlefront 2. I thought mm. with Iden Versio, you can kind of buy her yeah. turn tailing because the whole, the whole thing, well, I won't go into that now, but they, they sold that a lot more convincingly. Mm. And also, I just, I don't know, everything between the 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 action whenever they did the briefings i don't know if it was just me they had the the blue holograms and they showed you yeah. what you're going to do i just sort of tuned out i just me too <laughs> I, I didn't uh, me too really i'll be like look uh, the, the hud will tell me where to go and what to do it's fine <laughs> yeah yeah exactly well this was it as good as the action was it was just yeah but when i'm in the mission i'll just press x and that'll mm. tell me what i have to go and blow up yeah, yeah. so i don't bother with the briefing yeah. it's um it's a bit like vaz cares in aliens you know when she says all i need to know is one thing where they are yeah she was right mm-hmm. um but yeah no it's it's um you kind of you kind of uh, give, give, give it somewhat of a pass because the because the action is good and it's damn good to be flying these things around again it is. It's it mad is. that it's, it's good been, times that it's been that long. What's mm-hmm. your favourite ship, by the way? Um, I found myself either going for 
the A-wing because it's nice and zippy. Ooh. It's fast. It's a bit weak, but it's but you know I like the mm-hmm. the zippiness of it and the yeah. tie interceptor, mate. Good oh, all rounder. Yeah, yeah. Good all rounder. Looks good. Yeah. Uh, the tie Feels interceptor good. is is unbelievable. It's I mean, also the thing is about the Empire, they just have the better stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, their clothing is awesome. It's like <laughs> it's like lovely trimmed sort of charcoal suede yeah. for the officers. Lovely little hats. Very you know stylish I noticed hats. during like the briefings and the hangar bits as well. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. New Republic, mess everywhere. Crates they just rub and all it. Sorts. Yeah, just, just rubbish. You know I mean? Tidy up. You know I mean? <laughs> Tidy up. Put things Listen, away. You know, if I understand that the Empire they they they're they're fascists, they're going after order at all costs. <laughs> but a little bit of order is yeah. welcome. There's nothing wrong with that. Tidy yeah, Empire, everything shiny, lovely. Mm. Yeah, you know, they've yeah. clearly mopped the floors and the hangar. <laughs> yeah, they do. Those you know, floors, <laughs> they bloody glisten. They're shiny. <laughs> Rebels, yeah. can't be bothered. We yeah, they're, rebe- they're rebelling against their chores is what they're rebelling against. <laughs> yeah. Um, one yeah, of the exactly. highlights Rebellion also. is no excuse to be sloppy. No. No, it's not. <laughs> no, no, and uh, what one of the one of the things that is good though, I will say about the uh, knocking about in the hangars and stuff, is uh, there's just little droids pootling about. Yeah, and uh, if if you're in the the Empire uh, hangars, it's got little mouse droids in there. Yeah, and you can scare them off. And the brilliant thing about the mouse droids is when they come up to you, they'll just sort of like stay on the floor. And if you press the button to inspect them, they panic and run off. <laughs> and the brilliant thing about it is, it's like the mouse droids know that you've figured out that they don't actually do anything. <laughs> and they just sort of panic. Because you watch them, they're not doing anything. They're just running around the hangars causing mischief. And it's the same with the, what, what, what is it, the gonk droids? They, or yeah. maybe the, the gonk droids, they, apparently they provide power or something like mm-hmm. that. But it's fun just to watch the little droid fellas. Just knocking about, not doing anything. That's the stuff that that I love. I love all the little incidental stuff in, yeah. uh, in Star Wars. And this game uh, has good mouse droids. Let, let it, it be said. It does. Let it be said. And some yeah. good astromechs on the uh, good astromechs. Rebel side. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I actually, um, after I'd finished uh, Squadrons, I downloaded uh, Jedi Starfire, yeah, okay. which I won't go won't go into now. You've got a taste for it. I got a taste for it, and it was it was on um, it's on, on on PS Now, which I'm currently subscribed to. Almost, by, I let my subscription run on, mm. but it lets you download any of the games on the PS2 Classics thing. And that little sucker was in there, and I started playing it, and it's brilliant. Which okay. c- kind of highlighted the fact that Squadrons is it like it's not doing anything new, by the way. It it it's it's refining like a system that has always worked, and it's adding really really cool things to it. It's not yeah. you know. A, a revolution of a game you know it's a star wars ship flying game but mm-hmm. but that's brilliant yeah it you is know. it is but yeah so that 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 gets a thumbs up for me squadrons Same. And, uh, that that listener who doubted our uh, our our uh, general enthusiasm you know what do you think of them apples mm have that although the story's a bit naff stick so. that in your exhaust port <laughs> yeah exactly we're very well put <laughs> Yeah, uh, the other thing we've been playing, a little bit of Crash Bandicoot Four. Mm-hmm. It's about time. <laughs> yeah, which uh, could be said for you know when we got the game. Yeah, that's what true. We, what we both said. <laughs> that's true as well. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, we could talk about this now. 
we could talk about it next week. Should we talk about it now? Well, you and I have only played like one session. I've got half of the quantum masks. <laughs> and there's yeah. four. So there's four. I've got two. Yeah. Um, we yeah. could have a little. We could have a small chat. Maybe pick Let's it up have later. A little, have a little chin wag about it. Yeah. 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 Um, it's pretty good. Is what it yeah. is. I'm having a lot of fun. It's um, it's toys for Bob. Is the developer of Skylanders fame. Of Skyland, well, yes, of Skylanders fame and of uh, Spyro Reignited trilogy. Yeah, and um, he pops up a bit, doesn't he? Yeah. Did you notice the little Spyro inflatable right there? I did. And later on, there's a giant Spyro balloon. They're not even subtle. Unbelievable. Mm. Uh, yeah, and uh, but it's not Vicarious Visions, who are the people no. that did the Insane trilogy. Um, yeah, they were busy on Tony Hawk's, right? Uh, Tony Hawk, yeah. Mm. Um but it is pretty good and I played the Spyro Reignited trilogy and that was good that was exactly what yeah. you'd expect yeah. and this is that except it's a you know it's a brand new game and it's Crash and it's weird it um, it's it ignores all of the other games after Crash 3 which is probably wise yeah although I quite liked The Wrath of Cortex which was you the did. first game on PS2 um which was the one that had Crunch, that big horrible Bandicoot in it, and other because the loading times were atrocious for that game because like, they were getting used to the new hardware. But right. it was a decent Crash game, and that was one where it had all the elemental masks, like the water mask and the fire mask and all that sort of oh. stuff. Which just kind of reminds me of this one because in this one they've got the time mask. What was it, Lonnie Lanny or whatever? L- L- Lowly, is it? Lolene <laughs> <laughs> Lumpkin. Yeah, I don't know what it is, um, but yeah, so. He's crash. He's doing whatever. He's sleeping on the beach. He's wearing his little jorts. He's still mad. Uh, Larry Lowley. Larry, Larry Lowley. Larry, Larry. Sorry, Lanny Lanny Lowley. Lanny Lowley. Lanny Lulay Low. Yeah, yeah. And uh, you're knocking about. You're doing the platforming. The platforming's tough, by the way. Yeah, it's hard. Even with a little circle that shows where you're going to land, it's still tricky. That's true. They've added a little landing indicator circle, which Which you can turn off. You can turn off. Um, I haven't uh, turned it off. No. uh, But maybe I will. I don't know. Don't don't turn Um, it off. (laughs) (laughs) I'm also playing on uh, Retro, which limits my lives. Oh, no. Not for me. Yeah, yeah. So when you start it, it's got the play styles thing, and it doesn't actually affect the difficulty of the game. It's just if you play on retro style, you have a limited number of lives, and when you you have to restart a whole level, like not not the checkpoints when you run out of them. Whereas on yeah. modern, it just lets you restart from the checkpoint. Although it does, I think on modern it does like count your deaths, doesn't it? It does. Yeah, precludes you from one of the end of level rewards if you exceed that. But so one fu- level. I had like 20 deaths, so I'm not doing that retro bollocks. <laughs> Fuck that. I haven't, like, I have noted the challenge, uh, but I haven't, mm. act, like, as of yet, I haven't reached that horrible, oh god, I've just died 10 times in a row thing. Like, some of the challenges, especially with the first mask, which allows you to hop between dimensions as you platform if you see what i mean so you get like ghosty blue boxes and when you press triangle they suddenly snap into being physical and there and then you press triangle again and they don't it's like guacamole do you remember in guacamole when they had the different dimensions and you sort of hopped between them it's just like that really but bloody hard falling off a a lot and you know 
Well, there's um, one bit where um, you have to jump in midair. There's a barrier. You've got to get rid of the barrier. And as you jump through the barrier, then you've got to reactivate the same platform again. Yeah. It's tricky. Yeah. It's a bit... Yeah. You can get a bit jumbled sometimes. Like, there's one rail grind bit oh, where it, yeah. it puts together the... Having to go on top of the rail, then hang from the rail to dodge yeah. things, swap rails... <laughs> And also change dimensions. And I'm like, this is too much. Like, my brain can't <laughs> handle this much information. Yeah, yeah it's, it is. Bl- and I don't, I don't remember. I remember the original games being tough, but it seems like now with all these new mechanics and stuff, they mm. have license to be even more creatively tough. Yeah. Um, but it, it, it is glorious. You can, it, when you're on those rail things, what you could do is you could pause the game just as you're getting brain overloaded and then you could like make a, a plan for your thumbs and yeah, then maybe. quickly un- unpause the game. <laughs> I mean, I, I did it after sort of seven attempts or something, but oh yeah, man, yeah, yeah. it's just too much. And um, when you get the Akamo mask, um, have you got that one yet? The second one? Uh, Mate, fire. It gives you the quantum spin. Oh no, no I haven't, no I haven't. Right, so you can do a quantum spin which sends you through the air like a kind of tornado, big purple tornado. Uh, oh right, right. Oh man. That's because it's it's not easy to control, and some bits require kind of pinpoint platforming, uh, and it's oh, like that's, that's uh, and that's timing brutal. as well and stuff. Yeah, it gets pretty pretty tough. I can see myself obsessing over this game. For instance, uh, I a hundred percented. I went back and hundred percented like the first two levels, mm. um, and it was really fun to do. Yeah. Uh, I'm not going to continue doing that because I have to review the game. Um, <laughs> but it, I can imagine this is the sort of game where put that on the back burner for months and months and you can just dip in and kind of obsess over a single level until you've absolutely nailed it. Like, it's really, really open to that. And that's a that's a great thing. Well, the thing is, Josh, you think you're 100%ing a level. You're not really. Oh, yeah. Because at one point you unlock an uh, inverted mode. You have to go back uh, and do more again. Yes, yeah, of course. It flips yeah. the level and changes the... It's weird. It's it's getting your money's worth, but it's whether or not... Jeez, yeah. It's, it's whether or not you think that it's a little cheaply manufacturing you getting your, your money's worth. It reminds me of... Um, do you remember the old uh, Castlevania thing? Right. Where... You got to the end of the game, and it's like, oh my god, you unlock a whole new castle. But really, it was like, well, yeah, it, it's a mirror version of the castle that's already there. I mean, or, I guess, you know. Do you remember Devil May Cry 4? You get to sort of to the end, and then like, right, back you go then. No, <laughs> Pretty I much. don't remember that. Or was, it, or was it, or would it flip to Dante, and you'd have to do the same bit oh, again? I don't know. Yeah, oh, yeah, that I remember you had to, it was the same shit again. I was like, are you kidding me? Yeah, right. Yeah. Four was quite good, wasn't it? It was good. It was good, I, to be I fair. did like four. Um, Although I've been back since playing, like, Devil May Cry 5 and DMC, and oh mm. man, those fixed camera angles haven't yeah, aged well. Yeah, it's the fixed ones. Because yeah. I, I, I replayed four as well, also after playing five. And mm. uh, Though I will say, one of the things about having a moving camera while playing Devil May Cry 5 is that it does sometimes... All all in all, it's the it's the it's the it's the better option having a movable camera. However, mm-hmm. there are some occasions where your enemies will be off screen. Yeah. And the and the advantage of the static camera was that it would always frame an arena of a fight. So it, it just made it slightly easier to like chain your combos because you can actually see 
yeah. all of your enemies at one time. I anyway, anyway, I that's Devil May Devil May Cry, but you yeah. know, that's, dif- that's different. <laughs> yeah. Um, Crash Bandicoot Four. It's about time. Uh, yeah. So far, thumbs up. I'm sure mm. that my 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 critique will develop. I may also talk about it next week. I'm certainly going to be reviewing it this week. Yeah. Um, so far, having a good time. There is a weird. Uh, I don't know. It's the it's it's the art style of Crash himself. There's an odd modern maybe it's just seeing these characters again modern there's a strange plasticity to it there's a kind of odd yeah it's kind of that pixar cg movie type yeah yeah that's it man everything's quite shiny and chunky yeah and i don't know what maybe it's just a a style thing or maybe it was just because i remember seeing even like wrath of cortex which i remember looking stunning Mm. back in the day when uh journos were praising like water effects in games you know <laughs> like oh my god the water's but like and i remember that looking incredible but still having that kind of slightly crazy jagged art style you know the old kind of naughty yeah. dog sort of whereas this is a strange new kind of almost it's got a slight synthetic edge it's, it's a weird thing and spyro kind of had it as well yeah um small thought but uh, it's just but sort of it's a it's a clean art style i suppose you could say yeah, actually, that's yeah. that's a good way of putting it. Yeah, mm. and it depends if you like your crash clean or you like your crash dirty. Yeah, <laughs> but, <laughs> but uh, anyway, anyway, more on uh, Crash Four to come when, once we have conclusive opinions. Yes, uh, and, and we shall not be shaken. Are you ready to talk about the news? I am. Excellent. Give me, give well, me the news. You you shall have the news. Oh 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 God! Hot dog. News, 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 news. That's the news jingle. How do you feel about that? It's all right. Yeah, it's, it's right. not we as need good a as news we, we already have a jingle. Yeah. If someone we, could come up with a bespoke news jingle. Have we been sent any jingles lately? What what have the jingle gone, makers gone been up, the days up to? Of, uh, well, it was Andy B, of course, but he's obviously, you know. I think got, he liked Cullum. Things. And now it's just us, he doesn't he doesn't like it anymore. He's like, you're oh, not having any jingles. Yeah, no jingles for you. No, that's not yeah. true, because he, he made a nice jingle with Imogen in it. Oh, did he? Oh, right. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, I, the bis- what's going on? biscuit thing. I don't know. Well, maybe he's just gotten on with his life and and he's maybe. busy, and we're, <laughs> maybe we're not the most important thing in the world. But I can't imagine. I can't. No, imagine I, don't, I don't. I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, Cyberpunk. Have you heard of it? No. What's that? Mm, well, it's happening. Big old game happening this uh, November, apparently. Oh yeah. And uh, yeah, two two items of news. Actually, two items of news and a kind of extra bit. The extra bit is that the map was leaked. The game's gone gold. Yeah, and some physical there's like photos that surfaced of the map of Night City. You know, it's a map, so yeah, t- looks you know, fairly ten- substantial, <laughs> I suppose. <laughs> looks looks fairly good. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah. CD Projekt Red under fire for enforcing mandatory crunch for Cyberpunk 2077, um, mm. which contradicts earlier comments from uh, CD Projekt Red and uh, Adam Badofsky one of the high-ups at the company, uh, about the company's crunch policies um, that he, that Badovsky acknowledged, uh, saying, I take it upon myself to receive the full backlash for the decision. Uh, I know this is in direct opposition to what we've said about crunch. 
mm-hmm. that they that they you know that they wouldn't need it now. Uh, it's yeah. also in direct opposition to what I personally grew to believe a while back that crunch should never be the answer. But we've extended all other possible means of navigating the situation. In a response to the report on Twitter, uh, the, the report was on Bloomberg, by the way, which is which is who uh, broke the story. Uh, Badovsky put out a statement saying, "The last six weeks are our final sprint on a project we've all spent much of our lives on, something we care for deeply. Uh, the majority of the team understands that push." especially in the light of the fact that we've just sent the game to CERT and every day brings us visibly closer to shipping a game we want to be proud of. This is one of the hardest decisions I've had to make, but everyone is well compensated for every extra hour they put in. Um, It's a bit shit, really. Yeah, it's not an ideal situation, is it? (laughs) And also, I thought it was... I mean... I, I wasn't wild about... You know where he says the majority of the team understands that push? Mm. <laughs> it's, it's really like... That's that's kind of shit. Like, if you're one of the people who's like... Because the, the the mandatory crunch thing, by the way, just, just to give some, some context, it, what, they're talking about six-day weeks. Yeah. They're talking about the normal hours that they work, which I think for a lot of people would not be considered normal. But the normal hours that they work, plus an extra day of the weekend... Um, I don't know, it just sort of seemed like say, saying the majority of the team understands that push, it kind of shines a a light on sort of like, and if you're not one of that majority, then you must not love the game as much. Mm. You know, it's kind of it's kind of like a weird uh, kind of uh, like pressure about a line like that. Yeah. Um, that I just sort of don't, it's like, yeah, well, okay, well, but what about the other people, you know, for whom that's not great? Yeah, you know? yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's It's weird, isn't it? It's it's not good. I don't think it's going to make a lick of difference with, um, you know, with the with, <laughs> with people buying the game and the and the game and you know and doing very very well indeed. I'm sure it's going to sell like absolute hotcakes. Yeah. Um, it's just sort of you know stuff like this is always just a bit shit. Um, yeah. And, and what's 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 come to light as well that I was ignorant of is that my response is always. Uh, just push, just delay it. Just push the game back. If 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 the employees aren't comfortable doing it, and it's not a good situation to be in, the conditions aren't good. Uh, just delay it because you'd always rather play a game later on if it meant that the team that made it was still in good health, right? Mm. Um, but then, but then it comes out that like, well, actually, the delays very rarely mean less crunch. Like yeah. if they if they're delaying, they're just gonna just crunch during the delay to the very end, like. So it's 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 just a shitter, really. Especially since this has gone got like the so the stuff that they'll be doing now will just be advanced, uh, like just bug bug testing and things like yeah. that for an open world game. It's just going to be, I guess, mostly just combing the game and ironing out its last few. Well, it's funny because I thought this last delay was for that very purpose. They they basically said, didn't they, when they delayed it, that the game is complete, content complete. Yeah, they're just. Yeah ironing out bugs now so yeah. I, I don't and understand especially with the thing that it went gold like as as Badovsky said and the thing you know mm. we just sent it to cert which is certification process yeah. so yeah um, but you know what don't worry about any of that because there was a new TV advert with uh, Keanu Reeves and Billie Eilish in it for the game oh well don't worry then yeah so forget <laughs> about all that all that negative stuff listen have a bit of Keanu Reeves. That'll lighten you mm. up. Mm-hmm. That's it. It's meant all the way that they do. <laughs> they do that. Like, 
just the, the stuff that comes out is just like yeah it's it's kind of not not too great uh you know these working conditions why don't we release another advert with keanu reeves in it um and just sort of redirect the conversation about that because everyone loves keanu right well it's true it, it, it is it is true, but it's it's also just a sort of shitty, like, sneaky tactic. Because you, you're watching the advert and you're thinking, God, I bloody love Keanu Reeves. And then you're thinking, no, wait a minute, all that crunch is really shit, though. <laughs> it's, it's, uh, it's, it's not ideal. Also, it has a, a Billie Eilish song in it, which which uh, it's that incessant, um, is it Bad Guy? Yeah. It doesn't really suit cyberpunk, by the way. Yeah, like if you like if you like the song, fair enough. But uh, that's not right for like a dystopian. It just sort of makes it seem a bit. uh, That's just me, but uh, did not seem to fit. Uh, Mm. Speaking of, did not seem to fit. Mm. Spider Man's got a new face, baby. Oh, and everybody's universally happy about this. Yeah, they love it. You love it. I love it. Uh, broadly, everyone who's seen it loves it. Everyone on uh, Twitter's received it really well, and they haven't yeah, been harassing yeah. the developers. And lovely, warm Twitter reception. Yeah. Lots of love for the devs, definitely. Yeah. Um, so this is Spider-Man Remastered. Um, gives Peter Parker uh, a new, uh, younger look. Um, a decision to replace the previous actor, John Bubniak, with the younger-looking Ben Jordan... Uh, as the as the character's uh, new face model, the voice remains the same. Obviously, still Yui Lowenthal mm-hmm. uh, explaining uh, that the 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 devs explain that they believe that uh, Ben Jordan was quote a much better match to uh, Peter Parker slash Spider Man actor Yuri Lowenthal's facial capture, um, which uh, I don't agree with myself. I I I I really liked. Uh, the, the, I thought John Bubniak was a really good choice for Peter Parker yeah. in the Spider-Man game. He looked, he had that really lovely thing where he was like, he was, he was a good-looking kid, but he also had that kind of bright-eyed goofiness, you know, the kind mm. of inner nerdiness. Um, and it, I thought he worked really well. The new fella, Ben Jordan, uh, it, it, he's he's he just looks a bit like it's that classic thing, which was kind of one of the troubles with Avengers. I thought um, it looks a bit like. Tom Holland, yeah, but but not. So you end up in this weird thing where it's like, oh, they they clearly yeah. wanted it to look like Tom Holland, but now it just kind of looks like they they couldn't get Tom Holland, and it, well, it's a weird yeah, halfway the, the house. Weird, it's really weird because the weird thing is now that I mean I don't really have a problem with the, them changing the face per se. They've got their creative reasons for doing yeah, yeah, so. Yeah, 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 yeah. But absolutely. He now doesn't really match up with Mary Jane. They don't no. look <laughs> like a. They don't no, look they right. Don't. They don't because Mary and Jane. Black cat, uh, you know. Yeah. yeah. Uh, no, because he was just, supposed to be 23. Yeah. In the and game. Now he looks like 16. And people have been saying uh, now Peter Parker looks younger than Miles Morales. That's also true. Yeah. And, but, but, and Mary Jane. It looks like Mary Jane's yeah. going out with a 16 year old now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and and then the, I heard the devs say, or someone on Twitter was like, "Oh yeah, well the actor that that this um, Ben Jordan guy, he's actually twenty six. Was like, "Yeah, well I don't care what he actually is; he looks sixteen. <laughs> he doesn't look it. So it's like, sorry, yeah. <laughs> you know, you could tell me. I mean, Andrew Garfield was about thirty something, but he was mm. a very convincing seventeen year old indeed. Yeah, um, yeah, just a bit of a weird one. I mean, I understand. 
I, I was not, uh, for instance, to, to use a, a Metal Gear Solid analogy, I was not a huge fan of getting rid of David Hayter for Metal Gear Solid Five. No. Um, but I can understand the fact that you might want Kiefer Sutherland, who's a fine actor and is obviously famous for Twenty Four. But with with this one, it's it's interesting. With the with the Spider Man change, it's interesting because it's like, okay, well they haven't got some major Hollywood A-lister, it was purely an artistic decision. Like, they just wanted to do that. Yeah. Which is kind of, like, it's just an intriguing... It's just a, it's a weird news item. You know? It is weird. It's a weird decision by them. I, I, I don't really see how it enhances the game. Yeah. They yeah. must have known there'd be pushback on this, because everyone's so attached to that character. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah. 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 And it, it's weird. It kind of shines a light on how weird it is that, like... Someone recorded the voice, but they're not the person that you're looking at, and it's still yeah. going to be their voice, but with a new face. Like, almost to the point where, like, poor old uh, Ben Jordan, it's not his fault. I think any change would just be weird, wouldn't it? Yeah. After yeah. you've seen that character. And I don't but, think we've seen that in a remaster before. No, no, a complete uh, change. Huh. This might be a new that's thing a good for a point. remaster, I no? I don't know if we have. Yeah, you might just be right there. That's a weird one for for a remastered one. Obviously, a remake is different, but yeah, <laughs> the definitive not. edition of Mafia, case in point. Well, exactly. Yeah, um, total total yeah. change. But yeah, not a remaster. Yeah. Not so much. Uh, anyway, mm. anyway, mm-hmm. anyway. Need is for Speed Hot is. Pursuit. Talking of remasters, that's coming November. You're oh, going to oh, be happy. I'm, yeah, I'm into this. I love, love Hot Pursuit. Love no, it. November 13th. Uh, naturally, this version will include enhanced visuals, 4K and 60 frames per second on the Xbox One X and PlayStation 4 Pro, uh, higher resolution uh, reflections, boosted textures, particle effects, you name it, they got it. Um, and it also uses the original game's uh, autolog feature. Mm-hmm. Um, and it boosts it by allowing cross-play for the first time. So you'll be able to race against the times uh, posted on Xbox One, PlayStation 4, Nintendo Switch, or PC. Mm-hmm. Good, so, isn't it? You, know, you can be very much in hot pursuit uh, of your friends online. Indeed, indeed. And the, and the times that they post on the leaderboard. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Good stuff. I've assembled a uh, small little corner of the news that we'll end on. Oh, yeah. Which is uh, NAF movie and TV news. Um, oh, yeah. Which uh, the first item is, it looks like that the Monster Hunter movie is going to be out this year, after all. Yeah. yeah. I, I still don't get this. Yeah. What, why, trailer. Have they, why have they taken Monster Hunter and transposed it into modern day yeah. reality? <laughs> yeah, it's really weird. I'm sort of obsessed with it, though. Um, it looks bonkers. Mm-hmm. And uh, but I'm a big uh, Paul Thomas Anderson fan, as you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, you, he is, you wouldn't get those Paul Andersons confused, would you? No, 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 no. no. He is very much the master um, yeah. of this sort of thing. Uh, teaser trailers come out, and also of note, the trailer claims that the movie will be quote only in theaters uh, this December. So. Well, cinemas saved. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Never, never you bloody mind, Tenet. Yeah. Uh, no time Mon- to die. Forget Monster it. Monster Hunter. Who yeah, cares? forget about that. Time to bloody hunt monsters, more like. Do you know, uh, I watched a Roger Corman documentary a few weeks ago. Oh, and nice. that had uh, Paul W.S. Anderson in it. Brilliant. You know, he, he's a nice fella. Oh, yeah, yeah, God, yeah. yeah. And, and lest we forget, yeah. uh, Event Horizon, genuinely just good. Yeah. Yeah? 
Yeah, 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 yeah. No, that's a good film. <laughs> the, the silence there was deafening. Well, you, you, I'll be honest, you dropped out, but I got the beginning of what you said. So, uh, <laughs> oh, brilliant. A technical I assume, you were, I assume you were saying Event Horizon. Yeah, and yeah, then I just, went, I just went, it's pretty good. Yeah, it's all right. It's all yeah. right. It's all right. And, you know, Decent cast as well. Yeah, yeah, Jason Isaacs. But also, what I like though is that he's married to Mila Jovovich. Mm. So, yeah. Jovovich. So I think you've ho- added another V in Jovovich. So <laughs> she gets guaranteed leading lady status. Absolutely. In all, the, all the movies. It's yeah, good. Yeah, it's yeah. good. She's the, she's the prime uh, monster hunter in this one with the big yeah. massive sword that's bigger than her. Are you sure it's not a big gun? Uh, possibly I think, both. I think it's guns, mate. Tony Jar though, he's in it. <laughs> He, he is in it. Yeah. yeah. I haven't seen him in anything since Onk Back. He's brilliant in that. Uh, yeah. Yeah. With all his moves. Oh, God. Yeah, you're right. And uh, I think there was something else I watched him in recently, but it's not going to come to me. He was a, a, right. a minor character in another film. And I turned to my flatmate and I said, is that Tony Jar?" And uh, we Googled it and it was. But I can't remember the film, so it's a non-anecdote. See, he was, he was tipped as the, the next big martial arts star, wasn't he? He was, After Ong yeah. Back and what happened? Yeah. Ong Back and then nothing much else. Yeah. He never he never come back. No, to Ong and Back. <laughs> <laughs> Don't know what that means. <laughs> to Ong and Back! <laughs> and uh, the last uh, item of news, which you'll be very pleased about, I think. <laughs> Probably. Uh, Resident Evil Infinite Darkness CG animated series announced for Netflix coming 2021. How does that make you feel? Well, generally speaking, I've seen a a bunch of uh, CG movies and they're not great. No. You see the one at the airport with Leon in it? Yeah, that one. That's the one I saw most recently. Yeah, yeah. That that was rubbish. That's not good, was it? But uh, So this is uh, Catcom and Netflix, all new CG animated series set in the Resident Evil universe, uh, coming to Netflix next year. Not much plot-wise... Uh, they've kept pretty tight-lipped about it, but the... <laughs> <Is> that... <laughs> what, what, what? Not much plot-wise. I feel like you could be describing it with... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Having seen yeah. it. That uh, the announcement says that it will, quote, uh, reveal a uh, Resident Evil world unlike anything you've seen before, um, and that it's a separate project from the live-action series that follows the children of Albert Wesker. So how does that how does that? Oh, God, I feel? forgot about that. I <laughs> forgot about the live-action series. <laughs> if any of this is good, I'll be astonished. You'll eat your hat. I will. I don't have a hat, but I'll <laughs> no. eat one. Well, we'll get you one, mm-hmm. uh, and you can eat it live on air. Um, or I'll be right. like Werner Herzog and eat my shoe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, right, it's it's time to, uh, for the for the quiz. It's quiz. It's quizness time. It's quizness time. Let's get quizzical. Uh, you want to get quizzical? Fine. I will see if I can summon uh, Matt from upstairs. Um, I'm yeah. actually I'm texting him right now, live on air. The mics are hot. I'm sending out the text. But in the meantime, uh, you can have a jingle. Explaining the rules. Okay, alright, well, are you guys ready? I personify a place, it's a video game setting. Do we need the rules at this point? I read out a number of clues as this personified setting. You say stop if at any point you have inklings and rumblings of ideas, and then you say what that place is. If you say it and it's the right place, you win. Stop. Stop. I'll go through the clues as many times as you like. And I have, as ever, backup clues. Because I don't like draws. 
quiz, 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 quiz. Are you both ready to quiz? I say both because we're joined by uh, Matt from upstairs, the man, the Matt from Uncle, as Rich says. Uh, <laughs> it's Matt Lorigan. Hello, how are you doing? Hello, I'm good. Round three. Round three. Round three. The last two weeks have been pretty tense. Pretty tense. Rich, I think uh, I think you might be in trouble, you know, well, with, uh, with Matt, because he's threatening, he's nipping at your heels. Neither of us have got anything the past two weeks, but, have we? But, that's true, but Matt has got the game both times. Um, I, I think it's... You've um, then pounced, but then he's, he's, he's been f- unable to, you know. It's a failure of the quiz master. <laughs> I don't know about that. I don't. I don't know if I'll have any abuse toward the quiz master. I might dock you a point for that. Yeah, I think you should. You don't I dock me automatic, points. Automatic victory for me. <laughs> yeah, no yeah, one exactly. docks my points. If that happens three times, then Matt wins. So no. About that. Uh, right. Let's let's get let's get going. Everyone knows the rules. Clue number one. Uh, my once bustling industry. Has sadly grown rusty recently. Oh, rusty. Mm. That's specific. Clue number two. I'm often used as a location for movies. Hmm. Oh. Stop. Matt Lorigan. Is it the Wild West from Steamworld Dig? No, but that I can see what you're doing with that one. That's a good one. Yeah, yeah. The main character's called Rusty. I was yeah. going off that. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And obviously, lots of Western movies exist. So yeah, you know, it works. But no, no, it's not it. It's not it. Okay. Uh, clue number three. Uh, my first mention in a video game was in 2001. Oh, that's mm. a good one. GameCube PS2 launch? 2001? Uh, some advice, clue number four. Uh, some advice for visitors would be to, m- to be mindful of the weather. Mindful of the weather. Mm. Oh god, my head's spinning. I'm trying to place something. <laughs> clue number five. Uh, I'm a great place to visit, but you will need some cash. Oh, that's a hint as well, isn't it? Mm. Cash, cash, cash. Clue number six. Wait, one, two, three, four. Yeah. A popular tourist attraction is my Flaming River. Oh, God. Stop. Richmond Walker. Is it... (laughs) Is it the underworld from God of War? Incorrect. Like the River Styx, no? No. Bah. Uh, Flaming I, I was thinking I was thinking the underworld as well, like <laughs> Hades. I got some I got some extra spice clues to, it's to rusty kind down of, there. It's rusty. To sort, yeah to uh, <laughs> to get to get to sprinkle on the existing clues. You, you guys want some extra spicy clues? Yeah. yeah. So first mention in a video game was in two thousand and one. First appearance in a video game. Yeah. Uh, 2003. Oh, interesting. Um, oh, that's weird. Hmm. So it, was it talked about in an original game and then shown off in a sequel? Stop. Rich Walker. 
It's um, is it Vinewood from GTA San Andreas? Incorrect. Oh. Stop. Matt Lorigan. Is it Pinewood from Grand Theft Auto? Mm, incorrect. Pinewood. Oh damn. Do you mean He's thinking of the studio's Creek? movie set? No, I don't know. That's what I. That's what I thought. I thought it was the movie set. Oh Pinewood. yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's Vinewood. That's the clue. The, yeah, yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. I see what you're doing. See, I yeah. thought I was dead on there. I thought I thought I was quids in. Yeah, yeah. Uh, often used as a location for movies. Yeah, yeah. Vinewood. It's Vinewood. Josh, it's <laughs> Vinewood. <laughs> yeah. You're absolutely Josh. Wrong. I think you got this wrong. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you absolutely sure? <laughs> um, I feel like you're both... It you're works, bo- you're both, mate. You know, it's war. Yeah, no, it all, it all works, Stop. but it's, it's wrong. Uh, Matt Lorigan. Is it Los Santos? Incorrect. Okay. Stop. Is it just San Andreas from GTA San Andreas? Uh, I can't answer that because you didn't allow me to call on you. Stop. Stop. <laughs> Rich Walker. Is it San Andreas from GTA San Andreas? Incorrect. Oh, fuck's sake. <laughs> I thought he had you there. Mm. Um, uh, oh, God. Some, yeah, some advice uh, for visitors would be to be mindful of the weather. Okay. Um, I don't even know if we're close. No. I'm now just focused on GTA because Rich was. Well, because 2001, that's GTA 3. 2003, that's San Andreas, isn't it? My, think about my once bustling industry has sadly grown rusty. Okay. I'm a great place to visit, but you will need some cash. Yeah, you need cash in GTA. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Stop. Matt Lorigan. Vice City. Incorrect. I'm going to have yeah. to give this one away, I think. Yeah, I think so. I don't like Rich, this. this, should, this should I don't like this. I think I'm going to I'm gonna have to give it away. And I'm, I'm very sorry because you were both close, but it's, it's wait, not happening. Wait, wait, wait. This week's answer is... No! Casa City from Manhunt. Oh, oh shit. Okay. And I it is mentioned in GTA 3. Yep. It is first mentioned, mentioned in a video game was in 2001 on the radio station Lips 106, oh, in which the shit. DJ said that the police chief Gary Schaefer yeah. in the nearby Carcer City was cleared of corruption charges, which would come to fruition well. as part of the plot of Manhunt. But also, the uh, the Staunton Island Tunnel, uh, which is uh, walled off, also has a sign uh, pointing to Castle City, indicating that it's accessible by road from Liberty City. Once bustling industry has sadly grown rusty. It's a double reference uh, to Castle City uh, being uh, or taken inspiration from a rust belt city in America. It's widely thought to have been influenced by Detroit. So it's once bustling motor industry. Uh, great place to visit, but you will need some cash. Oh, James Earl Cash. Uh, is it James Earl Cash? Indeed yeah. it is. Yeah, well yeah. remembered. Often used as a location for movies, but, you know, snuff yeah. movies. Yeah. Uh, some advice for visitors would be to be mindful of the weather, which is a reference to Lionel Starkweather, who is See, the evil director. I'm taking, I keep taking these clues too literally. Mm. I literally meant thought you meant there's like dynamic weather in it or something I mean <laughs> honestly you need, you need to remember the cryptic clues Rich I would never would have gotten that in a million years so I'm fairly like, oh really oh, if anything enough. this fair is enough. on Rich this is Rich's fault god damn it <laughs> you could have said something about Brian Cox or something then I'd have got it yeah well you know you, you should have got it from cash you had the cash no. right there no, the cash <laughs> no. Right there, mate. You fucked it again. You the quiz it. master has failed. Fucked it huge, oh, and that's... I think we've probably got some <laughs> listeners that are shouting about that. But yeah, anyway, 
This week's winner is definitely the Quizmaster and possibly many of the listeners. Um, we're getting Very close. Possible. One of one of these days, the first winner will be declared between the two of you. I'm excited for that day. I miss, you, I miss the early would... days of this when it was like hell from doom. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Easy stuff. If you were writing questions for a TV quiz show, you'd, you'd have been sacked, mate. Oh, they'd, they'd love you'd me. You'd have been sacked. That's, that's three, Josh. Absolutely like, Josh, no me. one's getting these. You, you Josh, that's three. I think I win. I think I win now. Yeah, no. it is three, actually. That's, that's three. Insulting the quiz master. This week's one is Matt. So what do you think of that? No. No, it Sorry. doesn't work like that. Absolutely That's not in the rules. The jingle says nothing about I'm, this. I'm good with that. <laughs> I think Matt's good with that. He's back off upstairs. In the meantime, it's time to hear from the listeners. So what we'll do is chat about something inane. We're supposed to have one little tiny inane chat. Chat. You know, I could just chat. We'll have a lovely chat. We'd be chatting. Banter. Video games. Chatting. I'll tell you what. Bloody chat. Is it good? Uh, yeah. That's a fact. Questions, theories, comments and queries, you send them in we'll talk about them for a little bit and that's what we're going to do now. Are you ready for some questions, Rich? Um, you dropped out again then. Oh. Well, I, I missed just all a... of that. Okay. Well, I did a really fast jingle. Right. And I, okay. just, I, I said, you know, are you ready? But evidently you're not ready. No, because I, well, I didn't hear a word you said. <laughs> no. no. Uh, first question from Michael. Uh, will oh, yeah. Sony have to drop the 70 quid day one games idea in the face of Game Pass looking better and better all the time. I feel a huge rise in the used game market coming back if they don't. Good news for places like CEX, I suppose, but likely the opposite of what Sony wants. Interesting point. I hadn't considered uh, it. Rather no. than... Because obviously Game Pass is is a threat to that. So, I don't know. What do you reckon? Are we are we, are we entering into the 70 quid era? Or are you are you hopeful that it may not quite be that yet? Um, I don't know. I think it might become the new norm. I mean, what is it? It's a ten or more, right? Yeah. I mean, well, we- some games come out and they're forty nine ninety nine though. Yeah. I mean, you're not going to buy the next gen version of a game if you can buy it current gen and upgrade as well, are you? Well, this is it. Yeah, I feel like Xbox Xbox are sort of shaking it up a little bit for yeah. that sort of thing. They're sort of like, well, if you got you got smart delivery and also you got Game Pass, it's really gonna, you know. Yeah, my, my um, st- I, I hope it. I hope it does because I still haven't, in my head, gotten used to the idea of seventy quid games. I just, I think we've kind of been lucky that we've not had a price hike in such a long time. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. because you know, like I say, said this before on the podcast, <laughs> I'm sure. You know, game of uh, Probotector on the Mega Drive back in the yeah, day. Yeah, yeah, sixty sure. quid, sixty yeah. quid, and yeah. Um, yeah. I had to Smell trade two games in to get a used copy of Street Fighter 2 for 30 quid. <laughs> it's mad. So yeah. we, we've actually had it pretty good for a while. We have indeed. We have mm. indeed. But I don't I don't know that they necessarily simply require 70. I don't buy the lines that they're saying about, well, it's a next-gen game and it's all the more work, and so we want 70. So I, I sort of think it, that those, are, those won't be the reasons why they're suddenly... Yeah. buying up 70 quid I sort of think they they re- they recognize that they can and so they are but I don't I don't buy that it simply requires f- to pay more money for the labor that's being done they, um, the answer for me is to do yeah. some smaller games please yeah yeah go back to that kind of mid tier more of that because honestly yeah. I don't need to be playing every game for 60 odd hours or whatever no no absolutely not and while we're on it I can't remember if we said earlier 
right? But we should say, Star Wars Squadrons, 35 quid. Yeah, 35 thank quid. You, thank you very much. Campaign's about 10 hours, perfect. Lovely, lovely stuff. Multiplayer's 40, good. Jump you know, on in not, the multiplayer, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. not a million modes. There's two modes, they cover the no. bases. I don't need any more than that. And if that's what they say, oh yeah, well that's that's you know that's double A. That I'm like, yeah, well fine, but let's have yeah, that then. We'll have more of that, yeah. That you know, because I, I don't want fucking yeah yeah. I'll see you in in a hundred hours. Mm. As lovely as that is, every now and again with you know The Witcher, Red Dead Redemption Two, there are games that can do that and do it very well. But I just think let's not all aspire to that though. No, you know, do you know what I think? Twenty to thirty hours for a kind of story. Mm-hmm. For an open world game, fine. And yeah. if you want to do some side quests and stuff, maybe 50, 60 hours. Yeah. That's plenty. I oh, mean, God, yeah. are you paying like a quid an hour? That's fine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that seems more than fair. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. Uh, this one from uh, The Friendly Ghost is back again. Uh oh. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's Ryan Casper. Um, in the theme of Spooktober, he says, uh, what was the biggest or earliest scare in gaming? Mine was in fear when it was very quiet and I turned around on a ladder to see the ghost girl standing right there. Me and my little huh. brother screamed out loud and my mother came to check on us. <laughs> well, mine, mine was, um, mine was the dogs jumping through the window in Resident Evil. Oh, that's a great one. That, yeah. that yeah, I remember that, that that was absolutely terrifying. I shat myself when those dogs. Well, I was fourteen as well, so I was yeah. a year too young to be playing it. Yeah, yeah, you're getting that thrill that you shouldn't be playing. Yeah, it. yeah, and then um, the, the dogs come through. I'm like, ah, yeah. <laughs> you just like it. Weirdly, my first scare. So my first scares with Resident Evil were with Resident Evil Two. Right. Um, and uh, I've, I found my brother started that game and just the, the opening 10, 15 minutes was just mental. I, I had to leave the room. Is <laughs> it when the liquor, the liquor is revealed? Oh, yeah, unbelievable. He's just running through the streets just looking at the zombies and stuff. Yeah. <clears throat> They're slowly coming towards him. I was like, fuck this. I can't handle that. <laughs> um, but actually, the answer is a weird one. Um, it was the original... Uh, or possibly the sequel, uh, either Mortal Kombat 1 or Mortal Kombat 2. Um, really? And I was super young. I must have been like six or or something. My brother had them on the Amiga. And um, there was something about those games that really, really unsettled me. And one of the stages, I remember, was like a forest. And like the trees had like faces in them. Right, yeah, uh, and and the faces would like grimace and make different things, and the fo- and it was all spooky in the foot. I just remember just being like, oh, oh, I don't like this. This is <laughs> and like being a bit like, I don't want to watch this. This is kind of like super unsettling, which is weird because it's not meant to be a scary game. On the no, whole, right, no. But, well, yeah. yeah, I mean, certain aspects are, are weird. So, and yeah, it's not an out and out horror calm, game, but so yeah, much as a, you know, but but yeah, that's uh, fair enough. Claude's got back in touch. Yeah. Uh, hey, gang. What's Hello. good? Cheers. What's good? Um, Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Well, we've already gotten through that with the intro. We've, we've already... We, we, that's been achieved already, you know. Well, I mean... They, they know how I'm a, doing. They know how you're doing. But if he's talking in a wider sense, what's good? What's good? The answer to that is not very much. Yeah, I think, that, to be <laughs> Unfortunately. honest... Unfortunately... 
He's, he's a little pest, is Claude. Um, <laughs> right, so, what else have we got? Oh, this one from Kaif. Uh, hello, friends. Uh, hello. hello. Uh, as one of the, quote, six fans of Stadia, which is a, a remark that I made. I thought he was going to say six fans of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been good. Yeah. He could have ribbed us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, uh, he says, I just wanted to confirm uh, what business model Stadia is because this is when I had no clue what Stadia. Do you remember we were trying to like, I was like, yeah. is it a subscription or do you? Uh, it works like Steam, he says. Uh, base service is free, but you just buy games a la carte and then you can play them as much as you want. And he said, there's an optional pro subscription that works like PS Plus where you get five or six claimable games each month added wow. to the collection. Um, and then he says, on the subject of uh, game streaming in general, which of course me and you, we're it's, I think it's fair to say that we're kind of naysayers generally on streaming. We, right? we poo poo it. We poo. <laughs> it's funny. I like that as poo. a phrase. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, yeah it is good. Um, on the subject of game streaming in general, it does seem to have gotten a lukewarm reception from the gaming community, which is a shame because I think it offers some benefits. Due to the pandemic, I've had a, a, have to be a bit more frugal with my gaming budget. Um, he says he had to sell his Switch, uh, which was his only gaming device. Game streaming has been the only way I can play games right now. It's going to be the way I play Cyberpunk, as I can't afford a next-gen console or a nice gaming PC at the moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, the performance is good enough for me, and I suppose it's better than not playing it at all. I'd say if you've got a decent internet connection, uh, it's worth a look. I think it's a massive step towards making games more accessible to people by giving them a different option. Uh, yeah. It doesn't include dropping a hefty amount of cash. I mean, and he says, cheers, brother Kaif. And there's a pronunciation guide, which is included at the bottom. And he says, yeah. Kaif rhymes with knife. But oh, there you go. Perfect. I read the PS before and thus have been saying his name correctly throughout good. the correspondence. Good. So, no, my, uh, he raises a good point because... I was speaking to my friend Joe about this, um, and I was sort of poo-pooing Stadia, (laughs) and he said, well, actually, you know, because we used to play games together, we grew up as kids, and we'd play games, and now he's got a family and everything, he has no consoles anymore, he's got nothing, he's like, this could be a good option for me, Stadia, because it doesn't take up much room, I don't have to buy a console, I could just stream games to my TV... Like, oh, yeah. yeah, okay. That, I'd never really thought of it like that before. How much? How much is it, by the way? Isn't it like thirty, forty like a, quid to buy the controller and then? I thought it was close to like a hundred quid. Is it? But I might be wrong. Oh, yeah, I don't I know. But, but I'm whatever. so, I'm so yeah. like. <laughs> I, I know. <laughs> My lack I know of knowledge is terrible. I just, I don't, it's because it's because I don't care. But I do appreciate <laughs> that that is absolutely a thing. Yeah. Um, if you you know if you don't have the if, if it's about an accessibility thing then then bloody well fair play to you especially mm-hmm. if it's going to be that's the way that you can play Cyberpunk. It's um, one hundred thirty dollars. Sorry, so yeah, yeah nowhere. I near thought it was I closer said. to that, closer <laughs> to that region. Um, yeah. Although I will say that he says I can't afford a next gen console. Well, you could probably get a PS4 or an Xbox for like if well probably not one hundred and thirty dollars, but maybe a pre owned one. But I'll either tell you way, what, the Xbox what? Series X, S now the Series S very affordable. 250 oh, that's quid. Two, two that's 50. not too shabby. It's and that's kind of a Game Pass machine. Indeed it is. Indeed it is. And I will also say, I'm not little known... Uh, little known. Th- well, you know it, because I've been saying it on the pod. I have got PS Now. Yes. And I have recently been playing a few things. Uh, the original Killzone the other week I was playing. God. Um, and the thing is, I've got quite a good... Well, I don't want to jinx it now, but I've got a pretty good internet connection at home. 
And it's just been... I mean, aside from the fact that that service now lets you download um, any PS4 game and uh, PS2 game stuff, it's the PS3 games that you have to stream because it can't, you know. Yeah. And uh, it's just pretty good. It's not ideal... The sound, every now and again you'll get a cock up and the sound will cut out or something or you get like a slight little thing. But on the whole, it's been perfectly good enough uh, for me to for, for, for me to play it and I'm and I'm happy to to play. There are some, like I recently uh, replayed Ico um, and streamed it for the the HD one for PS3 and it was perfectly fine. So I'm not I'm not like anti streaming, mm. but I am. It's it's when people are like, oh yes, it's the future, it's the future, and it's like, uh, definitely not. Well, I, not, I, I, yet. Pre- not yet. Definitely, definitely not, not yet. yet. And and I and I, you know, and probably not for a long time because it it it's got nothing to do. Its success, most of its success, unfortunately, uh, has absolutely nothing to do with Google or any mm. company. It has to do with the people's internet providers at home. So that's the only reason I sort of poo poo. Stadia really is the, is the notion that oh yeah we're all moving towards that and it, I just sort of think well but I think Kai is a good point if it's an accessibility thing if it's the, a way for you to do it and it's unobtrusive costs a lot less money still allows you to play games you know fair play and yeah. the Amazon Luna thing because because uh, that was a thing where it originally came from that sounds pretty if that's just a subscription like Game Pass that allows you to do it with a number of things they've got their Ubisoft channel and stuff uh, then fair play you could play uh, you know the new Assassin's Creed with that and but I would, uh, I would say, don't yeah. buy anything <laughs> Amazon because Bezos, yes. screw that guy, screw Bezos. As don't I like to call him, uh, I'll, I'll risk risk libel, but uh, em- embezlos. Oh, ouch! He's going yeah. to get the lawyers on the phone. Uh, yeah. <laughs> See you in court, Josh. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway, anyway, that will just about do us. Thanks, as ever, uh, to the listeners. Mm-hmm. Uh, thanks to bloody everyone. Thanks to Adam B. No, Andy, Andy B. <laughs> Adam Cook. Colum- I always do that. It's fiddly, that yeah, one, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Carla Mahone for the lovely uh, jingle stingles. Um, uh, email, email us at podcast at videogamer.com. Tweet us uh, at videogamer.com, at RichieW82, mm-hmm. at JoshyWise. Stay off... Tw- uh, no, 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 go on Twitter if you want. Stay off Snapchat. Stay off Instagram. Don't bother with it. For Someone all your video games... So- sod Facebook. Yeah, yeah, never mind that. Yeah. yeah. Um, pop, pop over to videogamer.com for all your video gaming needs. Uh, I think that'll just about do us, won't it? Yeah, pretty good. Pretty yeah. good this week, yeah. Fair play. Packed, All right. Well, it's g- goodbye. Goodbye from me. Goodbye, and goodbye from Richmond Walker. See you next time. 